Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to the Solo Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. A year ago, I spoke with the CEO and founder of Doctor Anywhere to find out what their plans were in the near future. Now, two days ago, they announced the completion of their 88 million Singapore dollar Series C funding round. I am joined on the phone by Lim Waiman, CEO of Doctor Anywhere Today, Anywhere Today, as we revisit that conversation from a year ago and then take a deep dive into how their plans have developed since we last spoke. Wyman, welcome back to the show. Hello. Hi. Hi, Clarissa. You know, it's amazing that it has been a year, but congratulations on the Series C funding round led by Growth Equity Investor Asia Partners. The round also attracted other new investors, including Nova Holdings, Philips and OSK SBI Venture Partners. Existing investors also participated in this round, including Singapore-based global investor EDBI, Square Peg, IHH Healthcare, Comet Capital, and Pavilion Capital. Now, I'm singing your praises for you, okay? Total yeah. capital raised by Dr. Anywhere since your founding is more than 140 million Singapore dollars. Was this, has this been in line with your expectations? I think uh, we have been very blessed and as well very humbled by this very blue chip investor base that we have, right? So money aside, dollar aside, I think it's where I think it exceeded our expectation uh, really is how we have been able to attract very, very good investors like Asia partners, very focused on growth stage company in this part of the world, Southeast Asia, and yet Novo, probably one of the world's largest healthcare investors. So they've, they've, they've turned themselves into a very legit healthcare company as well, and as well as uh, OSK, SPI Ventures. And very, very humbled by continuous support from our existing investors as well. And I think it is probably this part of it that it really exceeded my expectation. I was going to say, I mean, it's I, I suppose in a way it's easier to get fresh investment. Somebody who's who's not dealt with you before, you know, on paper, you guys look great. Uh, yeah, we'll throw some money at that. But for returning investors to go, hey, we're really happy with what we've been seeing. Let's put some more money in there. That's a different kind of compliment. That's a different kind of confidence behind what you do. Exactly, exactly. And you are right, absolutely right. Because for our existing shareholders, they have been tracking us since they invested. I hope that they are happy with what they are seeing in terms of our progress so far. And I hope that also they have seen how the team has grown, matured over the past one year or so. And that's why I think that from their perspective, they have also been quite happy with uh, what we have today. All right. Now, give us a quick refresher, why don't you? When you were founded in 2017, what was the business model? When we first started operations, we were a much simpler model, right? So basically, you download our app as a user, uh, you log on, you see a GP doctor over a video call, and after the call is done, we then send the medication to you. But our model has evolved since then. For one, we know that due to tech limitation, we definitely cannot treat all medical issues over a video call, and we were one of the first few in Singapore to extend our service into tech-enabling offline establishment as well, so clinic, medical center, and so forth. And we then offer this omnichannel healthcare access to our users. And not just that, right? We have also recently expanded into mental wellness 
services that's been growing very, very quickly, as well as home-based services. So we send a nurse to bottomless to your home for health screening, for vaccination, and that these are also some of the more popular services that we have on top of the core business that we have been working on. Okay, so at the very beginning, when you first started in 2017, it was a telehealth tele-dispensing business model. And you have evolved from that into what sounds to me, correct me if I'm wrong, sort of a hybrid telehealth, but there's also in-person nurses that go to your home, so home-based healthcare. That's correct. And that, again, the holy grail for us in this case is to allow and get our users to not feel the difference, be it assessing healthcare through our platform, on-site in our clinic, virtually through a video call platform, through our app, or even at their home, right? So they, they don't feel the difference anymore. And that's where we really want to optimize ourselves to be. Now, I don't know what you and your team envisioned in 2017, but you now serve more than 1.5 million users across Southeast Asia. You have experienced a 500% growth in business since the start of just 2020. How much of all of that do you think COVID plays a part in, you know, with the lockdowns and movement restrictions? How much has COVID played a part in your growth in, say, the last year? Yeah, um, good question. The thing is that even before COVID, we were getting quite a fair bit of traction already in year 2019. Mm-hmm. And and definitely, I think COVID has been a great accelerator for us. If you were to put a gun to my head, I think it's, it's accelerated our business by, you know, at least three years. You don't want to admit that, right? There's no that I don't admit that, but I, I, but it is true, right? Uh, People were getting so before COVID. Actually, this model has already been quite popular in the US, Mm -hmm. right? And as well as in the UK, even China, it was it was really getting very popular. But I think that COVID has really accelerated. I mean, we were lucky as well, right? I mean, we had all the other services, right? Your Putenda, your Grab, and also and so forth, to have uh, let the curve in terms of online home-based consumption of goods and services and. And we were kind of a you know healthcare medical trailing behind, but at the same time just gaining from the traction that they have been paving the way for us as well. So we're lucky in a sense. Right. You know, the the reality of the situation is for a lot of us, we might not have considered telehealth until COVID. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> you know, so it's this is what I say is in your case, right time, right space, right circumstances. I wouldn't want to admit this, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, a year ago, we spoke of some of the obstacles to telehealth adoption. Then it was resistance of first-timers, maybe older patients. Clearly, you have overcome these uh, obstacles and you had a little help from, you know, whatever, nature, circumstance. (laughs) So what are the challenges for you now moving forward in your expansion? We have come to a point whereby we have been trying to get out of Singapore, right? So when we last spoke, we were already in Singapore and Vietnam. Now we are also in Thailand, Malaysia, as well as Philippines. So someone once asked me, right, like, hey, one man, you know, now that you have built a very nice platform for consumption in Singapore, a developed country, you know, how do you export this platform into a surrounding Southeast Asian developing country? And that is, uh, I would say, a very, I wouldn't say it's a challenge, but it would be a very 
very interesting show of how Singaporean-based startups can really um, scale into other parts of Southeast Asia, and especially so for healthcare, because healthcare is something that is very localized, right? You, they have their own local regulations, their own healthcare practice, and they have this own healthcare culture that runs very deep into the population. And to really understand them, we need to hire a local team that's very good, really aligned with our value. And I think that possibly would be a challenge, right, to really hire the good people to join us to make it work in these countries. Right. Okay, now we have to talk about this $88 million Series C funding round. How do you plan on using it? So bought a few houses. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A good class bungalow <laughs> here. And, uh... No, no, no. Uh, I, I think uh, I kind of alluded to it earlier on, right? So um, there are three things that we look for uh, in our business. So the product, the platform, and most importantly, the people. We'll be deploying this uh, $88 million to continue to build on the product and the platform. Most importantly, hiring better people, good quality people. We have a great bunch of leaders. We have a great bunch of people on the ground in different countries together uh, with us today. We have about three to 400 employees across the region and we'll continue to hire, especially in the tech space. And I think uh, maybe we might also be setting aside some of these funds to potentially consider acquiring other companies in other parts of the world. Right, okay. Now the question, of course, also is how do your customers, the end users, benefit from this Series C funding round? Building on the product, right, the platform. So we will be very aggressive, bring more engineers on board, coming up with interesting features, useful features, and to keep improving our product. Optimizing, I would say optimizing the product that will lead to optimization of costs. And we really stay true or want to stay true to what we believe in, which is that um, technology can really not just bring accessibility of healthcare, but also to bring affordable healthcare to people. All right. Now, when we last spoke this year ago, you touched on using emerging technology. Now, you talked about technology again today to provide more efficient healthcare tools for doctors, patients. And, and this was something that you saw would underpin your growth. Now, how do you stay at the cutting edge of this whilst you balance your primary function of providing healthcare? My answer to this is really not about the technology. It is really about, again, going back to the people, hiring good people, but more importantly, at the leadership level, how do we make sure that we create a culture whereby everyone is kind of open-minded about what they see, up-and-coming technology, and think about how we can potentially leverage on our ecosystem to then work with other emerging um, startups, to then bring them onto our platform and to have that mutual benefit, uh, a beneficial relationship working with them. I think that's a very, very important way for us to stay ahead of the curve, right? Because I believe that being innovative cannot just be internal, it's got to be external as well. And that's what we do. Right. Now, your growth has been pretty exponential since 2017. This latest Series C funding round, $88 million, nothing to sneeze at. Is the conversation or are your eyes at some point looking to IPO? (laughs) (laughs) I have to sneak in there. No, I had to sneak this one in there. I I know, I know. Uh, This is something that I think my investors, uh, uh, shareholders sometimes have been asking me as well. Uh, and I, I think I sometimes uh, kind of frustrate them as well. So at where we are uh, together, my leaders, we, we have one common goal, right? And, and that is to really build a good company. Uh, and we believe that uh, an IPO situation or even exit, a bought out, uh, get bought out, is really, I would say it's a byproduct.
product, you don't work towards that situation because at the end of it, even if you IPO, right, you have to continue to remain ahead of the curve. You have to be relevant to the users. You have to be a good company. And that, to be honest, is where we always focus on every single day from the leadership to everyone in the company today. All right, Waiman, you know you're going to be back on the show in a year from now and I'm going to ask you that question again. (laughs) I do hope so. We've been speaking with Lim Waiman, CEO, Dr. Anywhere. Waiman, it's been a pleasure having you back on the show. I look forward to the day I can invite you into my studio. Yes, and I hope that soon. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. This is Money FM 89.3, Singapore's most influential radio station. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.